Hello and welcome to the local side of Key West. I am your host Kelly and today you're gonna need some tequila. I know I needed some tequila. Let's go! Alright you guys, so here we are. We have our tequila. It's Taco Tuesday. For you it's Wednesday. Do I say that every week? I'm sure you have it down by now. So cheers to you honey. <laughs> Cheers! Keith made new margaritas today. We cannot get Patron Citronaz down here to save our freaking lives. It's literally been six months. It's what he puts in his margaritas. So we, One of the items I put in my margaritas. Well, obviously, we're not sitting here drinking Patron on ice. Well, they don't know. I'm pretty sure they know. So, we're sitting here trying to, like, redo his margarita because... Yeah, There's they can't get Patron Citronaz. Yeah. So we've been doing Quattro, but now there's one called Quattro, what did I say it was? I have no Nuevo idea. or whatever. I had no idea Quattro was made with brandy and the Quattro, whatever the one we're drinking is, is made with cognac. I feel like this is a good substitute. Better than Quattro, right? Mm. It's going to be a fun podcast today if you just say, uh. Mm. <laughs> Up, Kelly. One of the things that people say is that they can't hear you. So could you make your... Ugh. It's kind of hard to hear me when the phone's over by you. It's not. It's in the middle. And we're, we're, we do this on a cell phone, <laughs> not microphone. Honey, take a picture of how we do our setup. Just right here. Okay, you guys, go on my Instagram or my Facebook, and you'll see in my stories, this is how we podcast. Right here. Just the pillow. Here we go. A margarita... Boom. All right, that'll be on my Instagram or Facebook or both. So anyway, we're trying to find a, a substitution for the Patron Citronage we can't find. If you guys want to mail us Patron Citronage or if Patron wants to sponsor my podcast with tequila. <laughs> or just start supplying their Citronage. I'll take it. Again. Yeah. Okay. You can find pineapple. You can find Yeah, it's orange. so weird. Who the hell wants pineapple except <clears throat> Nicolette Pruitt who <laughs> made us that pineapple margarita uh, recipe or whatever uh, anyway my whole point is it's taco tuesday and we are having a little extra tequila today because this topic is very near and dear to our heart i don't really know how to discuss this topic i've been trying to run it through my head a million times i kind of want to talk to you guys a little bit about it is hurricane season here and i think people get really nervous about that and if they should book during hurricane season i mean the only reason you shouldn't book during hurricane season is because it's really hot here. Right? Right. Right. I mean, so, also we get a lot of questions about how we got here and our lives. And I'm not sure if everybody knows, but we, we did have a experience with Hurricane Irma that was pretty intense. So, I feel like I'm just going to put it all into one kind of podcast here, you know? About coming here during hurricane season or tropical storm and, like, what happened in our life. Does that work for you, honey? I guess. Yes. Tropical hey, storms, nothing but a. It's raining. Another day of rain and, and thunderstorms. And like annoyance of flooding. It, it doesn't flood. Huh? Move on with it. It's not a hurricane. Flooding. Hurricanes you worry about. Tropical uh, storms you don't worry about. Flooding like our street floods, not like the island's going to overflow. Happens every day. It rains. <laughs> so, okay. Keith and I used to live in Maryland. We met in Maryland. We met like 20 years ago, but we dated off and on and we got together, I don't know, 
was it, like seven years ago or something? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I'm sure you could actually do the math on that. But we moved to South Carolina for a little while. We lived in Merle's Inlet. I actually have a client coming from Surfside. Yay! And I cannot wait for them to get here. I'm very excited to meet them. But they're coming from Surfside, which is basically where we lived. It's kind of the whole same little area. And when we were there, Hurricane... What was that hurricane? Mike? Matthew. Matthew. Hurricane Matthew came... I think that was a one. One, two. Category one. We said 96 mile an hour winds. How do you remember these numbers? <laughs> Somebody Google that and tell me if he's right. Yeah. But I we we kind of sat outside on our porch and watched it. <laughs> I was really, kind of? I mean, we did, but not the whole time when the weather changed. When it turned around to the backside of the house. Yeah. And we got some flooding. People were kayaking down our street and stuff. But then, I don't know. I'm not going to tell a Reese story. <laughs> Jeez. Come on. I'm so squirrel brain. So anyway, we live in South Carolina. We did the hurricane there. It was like a one-two. It was totally fine. We had no problems at all. A little flooding, some damage. Sorry if anyone had damage to that. I'm not making it like it was nothing. But for our personal experience, it was fine. So we moved to Key West. Uh, we came here. What was it? what was the first month we came here? April for Keith's fiftieth birthday. Really? We now came. we're talking about Keith's age. Yeah. Okay. We came. Uh, we came here for Keith's birthday, and we stayed at Aubrey Court, which is not here anymore. And then we came back again, and we had just come in April. So in July, we decided we wanted to go again. Keith's job at the time, he had three weeks off, and so did I. Six. Oh, I had three weeks off. He had six weeks off a year. What a job. Only work four days a week. Four, oh, yeah. Four, Twelve Four twelves. Yep. That's right. So we decided, since I had three weeks off, we were going to come back, and we drove, a, we drove this time, and we camped at Boyd's Campground. I did a whole episode on camping, if you guys want to are interested in it. I had the best time. Y'all, I'm kind of a girl who, my idea of roughing it is no room service and then crappy blankets. I explain the blankets on the bed that I don't like. She doesn't like the nylon, Ugh. colorful ones that your your toenails stick in. and <laughs> Exactly snag. right. Snag. Those are terrible. You need to have white blankets on Cotton. your bed. Yeah, I know that's all I like. But anyway, so my idea of roughing it is nylon blankets and no room service. So he's like, let's go camping in a tent. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. My husband, well, boyfriend at the time, <laughs> literally took a window unit and put it in our tent <laughs> so it wasn't so hot. July here is very, very hot. So he put a window unit in our tent. Oh, June. Yeah, it was June. It's very hot here in June, too. So he put a window unit in our tent. We had a nice, cool tent. We kayaked all of the keys. That's a whole nother story. I might do a podcast on kayaking. That's fun. So we kayaked all the keys. We didn't kayak all the keys. We started in Long Key with the Bahia Honda next, Sugarloaf next, Lower Sugarloaf. I told you guys about our Bahia Honda kayaking story <laughs> already. Go listen to the kayaking. And then we did Key West. Yeah. Ooh, Wisteria Island. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to talk about kayaking on a podcast. I love it here. I love kayaking here. Anyway, so we, we camped for about five days in a tent. We had a picnic table. We had a water view. Man, I woke up every morning and had coffee, had coffee on, on the... On the oh. <laughs> okay. Anyway, this isn't about that. So it was just an amazing you trip. You want to talk about the iguana? No, I don't want to talk about oh. the iguana. The murdered iguana. 
Um, so we had a great time camping here. And the first time I moved here, I fell in love with this place. We were we drove down. I tell everyone first to do that drive. First time visited, not moved. Oh, my gosh, yes. First time we visited, we drove. I tell everyone to do it for their first trip because that's Absolutely. what I did. You have to. And it Rent was, a convertible. It was so pretty. Get the early flight in if you come into Lauderdale or Miami. Mm-hmm. Which usually lands uh, from Maryland. It usually lands at like nine forty-five. Get your rental car and get a convertible. Come on, it's down. worth it. So that was the time I actually fell in love with the place. But when we when we camped on, in a tent, it was almost like I became one with the place, without sounding too much like a hippie. <laughs> but I'm serious. Like I, it was like, oh god, this is home. So by the time we got home from that trip. We decided it would be fun to come back again <laughs> in the same year. Three trips. What month was that? I cannot remember. September. Okay. So we came back during hurricane season. And mm-hmm. we were literally, we were Dante's all day. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> but that day we were Dante's and we had our bathing suits on and we were like, wee, let's pass out resumes. Me, 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 me. <laughs> we were beeping our scooter horn. Me, 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 me. Honey, today, that, that go, couple. Go, go back to one of the podcast and realize why we said that. The couple that called me today, I feel like I want to shout out their name so bad. You know who you are, fresh pet. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, they called me today and he was like, don't worry, if we get a scooter, we're not going to beep our horns. I'm too old for that. <laughs> I was cracking me up. God. Anyway, so we had been at Dante's. We were in our bathing suits, passing out resumes for Keith. We left there and went past out resumes. Yeah. yeah, at my point, at, at that point, my job had gone, could go anywhere. So we were passing out resumes. We were like, okay, let's see if Keith can get a job. Short story, Keith landed a job here. Without. I'm, I'm, I don't even mention with, company names. With, with a neon green swim trunks, <laughs> a white t-shirt, flip mm-hmm. flops, fresh out of the pool, off a moped. Drinking. A little. Mm, a little. No, Not really drinking I think I had one drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Like, he had had a cocktail. So that's what he looks like going on a job interview, basically, passing out resumes. Burned up. Sunburn. Yeah, we've been in the sun all day. So the guy was like, okay, you're hired. He's like, really? <laughs> He's like, yeah. He's like, oh. Well, what do I gotta do next? And the guy was like, "Just move here." Move to Marathon. Move, yeah. So we ended up, anyway. We ended up moving to Marathon because that's where this—that's the place you stop, get gas on your way to Key West. Mm. <laughs> I love Marathon. Mm. So we moved to Marathon, and we ended up getting this great place on the ocean. Oh, oh it was beautiful. Go ahead, honey. Tell me your spiel. Oh my God! It's not, what do you mean? It's, Three sides of water, oh, coconut it's, palms. It's, it's literally. A peninsula. You drive in through a gate. It was our gate. I'm going to tell them the address. They could Google it. Mm, what? 750. 750 90th Street Ocean. Ocean now there's a new house Marathon. on it now. Yeah, and stuff. Don't look at that house. That's not what we had. We had 46 <laughs> coconut palm trees surrounding the property. We had three hammocks on the ocean head. I had a 12 by 20 tiki bar. Then I bought a tiki bar to put inside of it a real bar. And then I had a dock on the other side where the boat sat. Little itty bitty little conch house, all concrete. So, this is this is kind of like about our if life. If you had a telescope that was powerful enough, you could look straight across <laughs> the Atlantic and see Havana. There's no, there was no lights. So when we walked to our property at night, it was just a little piece of heaven in the middle of the stars on the on the water. It was so beautiful, mm-hmm. and. Because this podcast is kind of about our life with 
whatever's happening. I don't know. But the, the funny thing is that when we got here to move our first load down, we had never seen the house. We rented that thing on Craigslist, which you're never supposed to do. We gave them a money order, which do not ever do. I did do a huge background no, no, check no. and research. Don't ever do? Was, was it a mistake? I'm saying Craigslist literally says, do not give money yeah, orders and do not rent a house without really seeing it. Really do your background. Yeah, I, I'm a background checker. That's kind of what I did for a living. So I was very smart about it. But anywho, so we had never seen the house. And we drove all the way from <laughs> South Carolina in a U-Haul. That The U-Haul was bigger than the house. What was the square footage of the house? 600. 600 square feet. We pull into the house with way too much stuff. When people tell you if you want to move here to literally get rid of everything you own and come here with a backpack, that's a fact. A hundred percent. They're serious. Um, Unless you have a boat. So pull that. In one week. Don't get rid of your boat. Yeah, of course. In a couple weeks, I'm doing a podcast. I'm going to interview a girl who does real estate here, and we're going to have a chat about all that. But anyway, so we move here. We get into our house. And we're both so pissed because we had never seen the house. And it's nine forty-five at night. Yeah, it's almost ten o'clock at night. We just drove from South Carolina with my cat on my lap the whole way. We get there, and the house is not what we expect. Well, you can't see anything. Well, it wasn't really what we expected. We, it was not. Yeah. So there was like, I'm going to say there's a hole in the house, but I'm going to explain it. <laughs> It's like they cut a hole out of the house because they were going to run wires or something through it. Uh, it was a bunch of stuff. Like but it was a perfectly cut hole, not like a punched out <laughs> hole. You could tell they were trying to do something and there used to be a plug or something in it. But when we got there, you could see outside of the house. And like, I don't know. It was just, it was really not what we expected. It wasn't as nice as... Kelly came from a 2,600 square foot house that she had. I had a 4,000 square foot house. We moved into 600, which we knew it was 600 square feet, but it and was also... And they were both very nice houses. Yeah, it was also <laughs> not what we expected. We were, we were very... I don't know, maybe we were just tired. But we were pretty pissed off. Blew up an air mattress. Oh, yeah, so... Oh, that was the other thing. We moved in February of 2017. So we blew up this air mattress. And I'm going to tell you guys, I know you don't think it gets cold here, but February of 2017... Living on the ocean, it was freaking cold, and don't they had forget. a cold spell. It was no, like fifty forget. degrees. There's no heat in these houses. Oh yeah, we don't we don't have heat. I mean, I'm sure there are some down here that have it. I don't know ones. why, but we don't have heat. So there's no heat in this house. We're on the ocean on this peninsula. We get there, we're pissed because the house isn't what we expected, and we're like, we're just gonna blow up this air mattress. So we blow up an air mattress, but the floors are tile. <laughs> so the air in the air mattress is freaking freezing. We tried to lay some towels out on top of the mattress. It didn't work. We're sleeping. We're so cold. We're like shivering. And Keith's like, oh, let's turn the oven on because the house is so small. You could literally gas. turn so, the gas oven on, open the door, and go to sleep. Turn the fan <laughs> on in there and blew the hot air into the room. That was our first night in Marathon, Florida. In Next the Keys. night I fixed it. But. but that morning, I'm an early bird. So I wake up before the sun comes up, and I'm like, what are we? We signed a two-year lease, FYI. I forgot to say that. Yep. So we signed this two-year lease, and we're like, what? She digs out our coffee pot. I what are we going to do? So I find where the coffee pot is. I dig it out. I make a big cup of coffee. And I walk outside. And I'm walking around this property. The smell was, I don't know what the smell was. I'm sure now I know it was seagrass. But at that point, I didn't know what it was. I don't know. It was a dead fish. I just remember going outside and thinking, God, it stinks here. And I'm so unhappy. There was three hammocks connected to these coconut palms. I sat down in a hammock. And laid down with my cup of coffee, trying to figure out what the hell we were going to do and how are we getting out of this lease. 
But y'all, here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. Jeez, don't sing, please. Don't, don't, they don't want to hear you. So, the sun starts coming up a little bit, and it's on the ocean, and it's the most spectacular thing, I'm getting goosebumps right now, that I have ever seen in my entire life. So I run in the house, grab a Red Bull for Keith, and I'm waking him up. He's like, leave me the F alone. And I'm like, no, babe, you got to get up. He's like, it's six o'clock in the morning. I'm really pissed. All I want to do is figure out how to get us out of this lease and take, take us back home to South Carolina. Leave me alone. I'm like, get up. So he gets up. I give him his Red Bull. This guy's a little grouchy. <laughs> I put him in the hammock and we watch the sun come up with our coffee and Red Bull. And it was life changing. That moment right there was the most life changing moment in the life in our in the in our lives. Didn't matter what that house looked like. We didn't even care about the house. If you look at our pictures from like back then, <laughs> we avoided taking pictures of the house, but our yard, our property was killer. Like vacation every single day. Multi million dollar property. That being multi, said, the previous owners, one had passed and the other one was an older human being and they left and they couldn't take care of the property. So also the property was a freaking disaster. We had to Kelly we, went home. I did go home. <clears throat> Keith stayed. You just talked about back. yourself in the third person. Yes. <laughs> and I filled up two forty yard dumpsters full of crap. Yeah. Twenty uh, I'm sorry. Why I say twenty. Eighty nine coconuts that have been laying on the ground. Pawn <laughs> fronds. Trimmed all the trees. Saw the scorpions. Yes, we have scorpions yeah, here. I had scorpions. There was old hammocks and old... Just, just everybody so decided much. to throw everything well, they they were older anymore couple. behind the house. And yeah. that's where things... Scorpions down here aren't as deadly as they are like in, in California and so on. But filled up the dumpsters. Got it all cleaned up. Got it all that pulled out of there. And the house became something. He actually painted our bedroom and my office the cutest color. So, like, when I came back, I was surprised with it. You're such a good husband. It was a cool little place. It once, turned, once we turned it, it into a good place. Once it got turned around we in the really right did. direction. It was really such a cool house, man. We would have never left. No. So, that was February of 2017. September. February 8th. In case you guys didn't know. My I just, daughter's birthday, as a matter of fact. Aw. In case you guys didn't know, my birthday just passed. It's Labor Day weekend. I turned 42 <laughs> on September 4th. So, September of 17, it was Labor Day weekend. I was standing on the bow of our boat in Marathon at a sandbar. And I was like, oh, oh we were in Key West. You were in Key yeah, West. we were in Key West. We brought our boat to Key West. Anyway, I was standing on the bow of the boat, watching the creatures in the water and the trees and the beautiful turquoise seas. And I said, Wow. I'm the happiest I have ever been in my entire life. I have never been happier, ever. I have the greatest man. I live in the Keys. I'm just, it's the best life ever. That was September 4. September 10, Hurricane Irma. Here it comes. So people ask us this story all the time, and that's kind of what's inspiring this podcast, just so you know. It's a hard topic for us to discuss, so I'm not going to go into a lot of details where we're going to get emotional but I did want to talk about it so September 10 baby do you remember what day we actually evacuated Thursday I don't remember the <laughs> Thursday day. we evacuated well they, everybody they wanted everybody out of here by Monday and we left Thursday so uh, we left late <clears throat> the storm came in Saturday Sunday morning at ten thirty nine. we left Thursday mm-hmm. 10 9 8 7 so it was like the 7th 
so just a few days before Irma, we did really wait because everyone was evacuating. You guys know. We got a lot to do. And we had we had to clean up our whole property. I'm going to tell you a little something real quick. So we when we were cleaning up, we put a lot of stuff in our house because obviously that's a safer place for it, right? So we actually put our kayaks in the house, our cushions to our boat in the house. Uh, we stored a lot of stuff there. And I remember taking this picture. It was the coolest cloud. And I remember saying goodnight to our sweet rock and hoped it did well. What? Too emotional? Mm-hmm. Okay, too much. Too Too emotional. Okay. So we cleaned up our property and we evacuated to um, Sebastian, Florida. And we stayed with a bunch of other like marathon misfits. So, okay, sorry. Thursday, no, that's February, September. It oh, was a hurricane. So- He's looking up the dates for the hurricane. So the hurricane, Hurricane Irma Tonight's was the a Saturday the 10th. No, the 10th is a Sunday. This is a Saturday, the day after Friday. So we left on the 7th. So we left on the 7th. Yeah, so we left on the 7th and we went to Sebastian. There was a bunch of, we didn't know anyone. We had just moved to this strange place and we ended up meeting a neighbor who said... Eight months in. Uh... Our exact neighbor, like right behind our house. We were, yeah, we were there eight months. We we talked to her and she said, Well, you can go where I'm going and come with me. So we went and evacuated with her and a bunch of other people from our area, which is crazy. We got to meet so many people. And we sat up there, it was probably like a two or a three, the hurricane went through. Mm-hmm. And power went out and all that, you know. And we There's a lot more detail, but we're not gonna go all crazy. I'm trying not to go too detailed and I'm trying not to do too yeah. personal. So we wound up in Sebastian. Stayed there mm-hmm. until the storm passed. Yep. Meet and, Keith and Boo. And then my sister, one of my sisters lived in... Wait, I wanted to talk about oh, how we saw... Oh, go ahead. Oh, so when the power came back on, we were watching the news. Oh. Oh, you were actually watching your friends. I was Facebook. On Facebook. Keith was on Facebook, and his friend who lived in California... was You're still on generators then. Was, post- ...was posting about... Irma, because you guys know Irma was one of the biggest hurricanes on record ever. It was like, it was very newsworthy for sure. Friends of my friends in Chicago, as a matter of fact. Not Callie. No, I still have the picture of the news. So she was watching the news in Chicago and she was recording the news on her phone. So what are you showing me? Jesus Christ, <laughs> my husband. <laughs> so anyway, we were we were watching the news basically. I'm not, and we saw they kept showing the same places over and over again, and all the keys. And we noticed our neighbor's house. He had this big green house. So we noticed it, and the lot next door was completely empty. So it turns out that was our lot. <laughs> so we lost everything, and we saw it on the news, and it said it was like the hardest hit spots was like our 10 streets <laughs> and we happened to live there which is insane so we saw that we had lost everything on the news we don't want to say anything you're good he's still quiet and yeah so then i looked at keith and i said well what do we do now and he said i don't know so we we're just like okay what do we do so we're gonna try to get home and for some gosh darn reason the world thought it was the right thing to do to put the National Guard on the one road that goes down to the Keys and lock us out for 14 days. I totally understand why they'd want to let it, not let us in for a few days. There's no water. There's no power. There's no bathrooms. There's no food. The Keys were hit really, really hard. 
So I do understand that. But what happens is now people won't leave. So another Irma comes, people are going to stay and they're going to die because they're not going to leave because they won't let you back. We could have saved so much stuff if we would have come back. Like everybody, it, it was flooded out. And you could save it if you could get home and clean it and take care of it. Sorry, but that was Chicago. Yeah, they can't see that. Well, I was showing you. Dude. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. I thought it was California. So they, they, they blocked the road for many reasons. One, let's face it, because they could. Two, because we had a bunch of people from Miami and so on coming down, breaking into houses before but- the storm. And staying there till after the storm, so they could steal and and and, and do whatever they wanted to do and, and their way of life. And they were cutting outboard motors off of boats and things like that. So they decided to shut the road down, so it, it would at least eliminate more of that. Uh, plus, we had a washed-out road at the 75, 74 mile marker. It was a lot of reasons. But where else in the entire Nowhere United else. States would Can they, they gate block off? At the whole? Area, the whole city. 77,000 residents. Yeah. Right. So they can't. They decided we're just going to do it here because we can. Because they can. And I, and I know people that, that are local that might listen to this podcast probably get annoyed with that we say that. They might disagree with us. But really, the road was the road was washed out. So you cannot get down here until that's fixed. Half of it was washed out. Yeah. They still could have let you in. Yeah. Either then, way, people was, were was, coming was, in by boat, you know, because they wanted to find out whether helicopter were... Were wiped out. Uh, my old boss came in by helicopter. I mean, there was a whole bunch of things that, that went down. And we were very close to loading the boat up, but launching the boat. Coming down. Uh, and Largo. What was it 14 and, days and, they didn't let us down? It was 11. 11 days. 11 days. So we lived at his sister's place. She had a, has a place so we, in Florida. So we stayed there for those 11 days. And then we came back. And we went to our property and it was leveled. Like, level is the wrong word. Uh, didn't exist. Anymore. It didn't exist. We came into a it's concrete like they slab. Had got it ready for a new building. Yeah, came home to nothing. I mean, homeless, nothing. And we had just been there eight months. <laughs> like we're like, what do we do now? So we Kelly, Kelly, and I spent a week and a half digging through whatever, and filled one tote up with items, like a uh, fork, a bowl, the most random yeah, weird stuff. items, bottle of liquor, like glass bottles maybe find like some some sentimental stuff like my dad's medals and things but there's two wine on. bottles yeah moving you know moving on past the wait really quick the keith, sadness keith had given me two bottles of wine <laughs> like 20 years ago and they they were certain labels on them that it just meant something to us and those bottles made it i dug in the dirt and found them it's crazy They're still sitting over beside yeah us, i have right? them right now we did keep a couple things from the hurricane. We have some furniture that was messed up. That's our outside furniture. If you guys ever see, like, trash furniture outside, that's why. But, yeah, we were by no means the only ones that, oh my that God. lost everything. Every street for 15 streets, at least nine houses were gone. The lady that lived behind us yeah. who asked us to come with her to evacuate, God, God, her soul, she's the most amazing human. Thank you for that. She was in the same predicament. She came up to nothing. Yeah, everything was gone. Yeah. Um, she actually moved out of the Keys after that. Yeah, it's sad. But but we had a neighbor we had never met before. Oh, wait, let me, let me real quick. Oh. So we had nowhere to live. We, we came here from his sister's. We stayed at his sister's for 11 days. We came home homeless. And I am going to shout out the old Seadell Motel <laughs> up in Marathon. They let us come in. We had a little kitchen. And we all we got to stay there for like a week, I guess. Um, a little, a little over a week, maybe, a maybe two over. weeks. We lived in a hotel, a little motel. 
Thank you, C. Dell, for being so wonderful because they're one of the first places that opened and took everybody in that was I must homeless. Have been about a week, week and a half, because that's when Ed, or one of our neighbors, mm-hmm. saw us digging. And again, he had this big, beautiful house kind of kicked back beside us on the, on the other side of the street. He was like, and he met, we met him then. He was like, you guys have uh, nothing, nowhere to go. And of course, he knew. So he, his place was a vacation rental. Um, nobody was coming until January. Yeah, January. Obviously, again, once again, this was September. He invited us to stay in his place for a very, very reduced rent that he normally gets. And we stayed there as long as we could. But old Kelly would work from home and saw them cleaning up the property with dump trucks and dozers and couldn't handle it anymore. You guys, <laughs> yes, drink twice. You'll never understand what it's like to watch yeah, the guys have never been through it what, what's what's that machine called with the claw that I want to <laughs> a hoe a, ho. <laughs> a track hoe you will never understand what it's like to watch a big tractor pick up your life your belongings in your house and throw it in a dumpster it's it's pretty surreal I'm not even going to lie to you that's tough tough so we found something on the so other anyway, side So anyway, I wanted to move out of that house and go anywhere else other than, I don't care where it was. I did not want to stay there anymore. And that's where we went, somewhere else. So where did we go then? Oh, aviation. Aviation, next to the SPCA. Mm. Oh, I love them. And then we moved. Move, 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 just move back. So the community, just, just to kind of get a little feeling of everything there. I'm a little bit of a hard ass. And then some some people that might be listening laugh. A little? Anyway, <laughs> um, Kelly became the hard ass and I became the softy Very during much so. all that. <laughs> I remember one day I was looking at Keith. I'm like, F everybody. F this place. I hate everyone. I can't believe this is my life. And he's like, we should all be happy and free and no, fun. And I'm like. Not quite. But uh, yeah. I'm obviously exaggerating. Yeah, but it was so crazy how we switched personalities. But that town and all of the keys. As, as hard as it is to believe now, because people have gotten rough after COVID, yeah. but never seen communities come together so I'm much in my life. I'm just going to talk about the whole thing. Like, mm. I, I have to shout out to old Biggie Biggie. Oh, yeah. So, Mike Weller, if you listen to this podcast, we love you dearly. We have a, I have a friend back home in Maryland who was going to get a few things get some donations and bring them down to us personally because we lost everything and he's a friend of mine. Basically in the back of a pickup truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just going to bring down some things. Well, because his heart, this guy is just a, we call him Biggie. He's a big guy, you know? Six, six He's so tall and he, I don't know, my heart's getting sad now. Uh, Anyway, he organized a a 53 foot tractor trailer to come down filled. It just started with a little bit of donations and he ended up turning it into a. So we had over. I'm going to say a Mack truck. (laughs) Over 300 people showed up when when we announced the truck was going to be where I used to work and uh, helped a lot of people out. Yeah, so he brings down, instead of donations for Keith and I, he brings down donations for an entire community. And. Some of the community got things and left. Some of the community stayed and literally helped us. It was just a couple of us unloading this whole big truck. and 110 degrees. It was so hot. It was hot. Whew. But that whole month was insanely people, hot. It was like the hottest month ever. Mm-hmm. But people actually stayed and helped us unload. 
And in the back of the truck, they had saved a whole pallet full of stuff for us, which... In the front, but yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> this is my life, y'all. So, anyway. anyway, but this this is the fact that our friend Mike Weller did this. And, and your brother. And a guy named Clark. And a guy named Clark. Mm-hmm. God rest his soul. Yeah. They all came down. They actually brought my brother down and surprised me. So I'm not that I'm emotional enough that I'm homeless and living in hotels, for God's sakes. But then they bring my brother down to surprise me. It was just a whole thing. It 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 really turned around how I felt because at that point it was just like I hate everyone, and and at that point I switched to wow, life is good. God is good. I'm not that mad at God. Still I thought had I was. Job, still had money coming in. Yeah, it was just so crazy. Unlike so many. Yeah, we we were doing way better than other people. We were homeless and doing better than other people. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we had people living in tents beside bridges down here for six wow, months. Wow, a long time. Yeah, it really was. So Keith and I ended up moving to a bunch of different places. Wound up very close to Key West at the end of it. Yeah, we lived in this place. Uh, we lived on Big Coppet for a year. 10 mile marker. I loved living there. I loved it beautiful, so much. Beautiful little place. And we were kind of struggling still because after that, it was work was tough for Keith. <laughs> Our dehumidifiers beeping, sorry. But work was tough for Keith after the hurricane, you know, the people, the, the business, everything. So he ended up getting a job offer in Charleston, South Carolina. And we moved to Charleston. Made a huge mistake and moved to Charleston. I'm not going to down Charleston. People like Charleston. We were not Charleston fans. We do not. But, you know, maybe if we... We went there after a huge, terrible thing happened, and we were kind of forced to leave. Anyway, a miracle happened, and we got... I got a job offer to come back to Key West. So, yeah, we were in Charleston nine months. Right right at nine. (laughs) And moved back. So, you guys, remember this. We moved from Maryland to South Carolina. Fifteen months. And then... That was in 2015 or 16? 16. And then in 2017, we moved to Marathon. And then, I guess, 2018 or 19? To Charleston. We moved to Charleston. And then... Nine months. Then we moved for nine months. And then we moved back to the Keys. Key West now. But now, we move here in September. (laughs) And there's no housing. So we live in vacation rentals. And we lived at William Street, Eaton Street. Washington. Washington Street, and, and we that was all. We won't say where we're yeah, at. Yeah, that was all in one year. We lived in those three places. <laughs> well, we're right around the corner from all that. And I remember looking at Keith when we lived at Washington Street, and I was like, "Babe, I'm not picking up another item. I am not moving again. We're hiring movers." So finally, we hired movers, and we moved to where we are now, which is great because we just officially signed a new year lease. So, so we're going our second year. <laughs> We've lived in so many places. I think it's like. 18 since we left Maryland. <laughs> Bedrooms, houses, hotels. hotels. <laughs> so this is our first year of stability. Hobos. Then, we're hobos, yeah. And then I quit my job and started a new business. And here we are right now. And I, I know that's a lot of information, but people ask about our story. And that's the short, short version of our story. Very short. Very short. And the other question people ask all the time is about hurricane season, about coming here. So I want to tell you guys, I want you to understand. We lost everything in Hurricane Irma, like homeless lost everything. Kelly didn't want to move here. Let's back up real quick. (laughs) So Kelly's like, man, they get hit by hurricanes a lot. I'm like, it's been 65 years since they've had a bad hurricane here. That was 1935 hurricane. He forced me to live here. Yeah. 30, 
1935, the big one hit down here, and it did kill a lot of people. Yeah. But 35, they didn't have all the warnings. There was right. no news stations and weather. Anyway, I talked her and, and twisted her arm mm-hmm. in the moving to the most beautiful place on the planet in, in, the, in the United States. And, well, eight months later, Whoopsie. <laughs> the largest hurricane to hit the Keys hit. I remember looking at her and I said, 1935, huh, buddy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that, we had a wind meter break at the Vodka Cut Bridge at 216 mile an hour. It was a big one. It was a big one. 30, 32, her, 32, I believe, tornadoes within the storm, 600 miles wide. Anyways, back to hurricane season down here. Well, my point is, the whole point of that story, besides getting to know us a little bit, was people worry so much about coming here during hurricane season. And here we are, moving here, losing everything, leaving the Keys, and coming back to live here. And people say, why did you move back after you're losing everything? Where else would you live? This place you makes live me where so you love. happy. Why would you work hard not to live where you love? Yeah. And now now with my new job, it's like, I would, I'll never leave. <laughs> so we, we see all the time in the Facebook groups about how people are so worried about a tropical storm. You know, I just want you guys to know that we, we came back here knowing what could possibly happen. The worst besides dying happened to us from a hurricane. And we're still here. We came back like after nine months of leaving. I can't imagine living anywhere else. Me either. So a tropical storm, I know that I, people in the Keys just blow everything off. Like I, I do get that. But if you guys are coming down here during this time of year in September, October, don't even worry. Don't even worry about it. Buy your insurance, which I don't even know what kind of insurance you need now with COVID. They just give you money on flights yeah. constantly. I don't know about hotels, but which hotel you're staying at is different. But just come. Airlines are going to let you know if they're going to cancel flights. Yeah, like that Facebook page, whenever there's a, a tropical storm floating around, that Facebook page blows up with, should I come? It's, there's a tropical storm, and then the locals make fun of you. And they shouldn't, but they do. We had more rain yesterday than we did on the last tropical storm. <laughs> that is a fact. Yeah. I mean, I know it's windier during a tropical storm, but the airline's not going to bring you here if it's not safe. They don't want to crash the plane. No. So you're very safe to come here. You're going to stay in your hotel for a day. Hey, there's nothing wrong with a drinking day or a lazy day in your hotel room. Oh, my gosh. When you're on vacation. Get your liquor stocked up in your house, in your apartment. Or... I know a girl that'll bring it to you. Hey, I know that girl. But get your liquor stocked up, regardless if I do it or not. If you know it's tropical storm coming, get your groceries in your room, get some snacks, a charcuterie board, some liquor and wine, and just sit in your room and watch the dang on storm. It's so cool. Most of your bars are still open, yeah. so go enjoy it at a bar. Yeah, go sit at a bar, hang out, you know. If it's if it's not safe, your hotel is going to cancel your trip. Your, your airplane is going to cancel its trip. So you're totally safe coming here, regardless, unless they cancel then you're not coming. Yeah. And then if you've planned like boat excursions, all of them give you, all the ones I deal with, give you 100% money back. You don't even have to worry about that. I mean, there's no reason not to come here. Oh, yeah, you stopped. Yeah, I thought you'd say something. No, come. Yeah. (laughs) It's another day. It's just another day here. Don't be scared to come. And... If, if you let the weather stop your life and stop your fun, then you're not meant to have fun, I guess. Wait, what did that girl... Oh, Oh, wait. Boy. At White Tarpon the other night, this girl came up to us. She <laughs> recognized me from the podcast. What did she say? Oh, 
Life is not a dress rehearsal. This is this is not a dress rehearsal. It's your life. It's your this life. is not a dress rehearsal. It is your life. Can't be scared of some rain, for I've God's always, sakes. I've always said you only live once. So, make all you can of it. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. So, the whole I guess the whole point of this was just to tell you guys, like, again, a little bit about us, but also, you know... I think people are so scared to come here during... It's September. This is our slow season. That's that's another point. And mainly because it's hurricane season. Yeah, because people are so scared to travel during hurricane season. Guess what, guys? It's your chance to get down here when it's the cheapest. The cheapest. There's no crowds. I mean, I drove by the southernmost the other day. There's not a soul even waiting in line. Man, take advantage of the, the pricing right now. A hundred percent. We came down September mm-hmm. and stayed at the Eden House, if you remember. I love the Eden House. They were doing construction. They replaced five boards on the <laughs> deck beside the pool, and we got it for less than half price. It was crazy. And then oh we stayed God. an extra three days. The ha- that hotel, the Eden House? Beautiful. Oh, here's yeah. a plug for them. Yeah. I would stay Harbor there 100%. Inn, well, Harbor Inn's always my favorite. But if you can't get into Eden Harbor House Inn, is very, the Eden very House. nice place. And affordable. I love yeah. that place. I mean, we came down for like six or seven days. It was 450 bucks for the entire time. <laughs> five days. So I'm sorry. Five days, and we added two or three more nights to it. We paid nothing. It wasn't. It was half. Again, that was years ago but yeah it was but we're, we're, i think that's long enough for your podcast you though. think that's long enough for the podcast yeah, people get bored oh, well that's it <laughs> i guess that's it um yeah that's just about us and about our lives and to encourage you guys to come in september and come in well october gets busier but come in august and september don't be scared it's all good don't be scared don't be scared. If there's a if Hurricane Irma comes back, they're going to not let you come. So, anyway, I wanted to also tell you guys about um, my giveaway. I know it was supposed to be the 1st of September, but I'm giving you guys one more week to share the podcast and help us get our name out there. I'm adding some more stuff into the bag. I'm going to share that this weekend. And then I am definitely drawing a name live. Well, not really live recorded on the podcast next week that's happening so somebody's gonna win the gift bag i'm gonna ship it to them it's so cool the bag is full of great things so don't forget to do that and instead of reading a review today i wanted to do a little shout out to betsy and dan i'm not gonna say your last name because i don't think it's right unless you don't care you probably don't care but they called me today and they listened to the podcast and they were just so excited to like talk to me they've been binging and i just want to tell you how much i appreciate you guys and they did book some stuff with me today but that's not why i appreciate them i appreciate them for supporting the podcast i really do so thank you guys so much that's it We'll see you next week for the big drawing. Make sure you're sharing everything. Somebody is going to win a nice big Key West gift bag handpicked by me. And just so you know, there are only, this is your odds, there are only a little over, not going to give you the exact number, 100 entries. So your chances of winning the gift bag are one in a little over 100. That's pretty good. Some of those people are multiple entries, too, so that makes your odds even better. You want to say anything else, honey? Good night. Good night. See you guys later. Bye.